Hello, darling. Welcome to the Art of Being podcast. I'm your host, Slade Powell. We're talking here about what it means to be human and what we're all really doing here on this big ball of dirt. Let's support each other in self-discovery and go further together. Hell yeah. Thanks for joining us today, Christy. Hi. Hey. So I am so excited to have you on. We were just talking before we started recording, but I am so excited to have you on specifically because this podcast is about uh, the art of being, obviously. Like, what does it mean to be human? What does it mean to just be in the world? And what does it mean to live a meaningful, like worthwhile life as a human being? Uh, and you, you, this is an area that you have put a lot of effort, <laughs> thought, and uh, and building experience in for yourself. And uh, and I know that's something that you're passionate about sharing with other people, as evidenced by your book that's literally about that. Uh, get free to get it done, creating your fabulous new life, which is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I would love to hear, like, what does it mean to you to live a life from creation? I know that is like the central tenet of your book. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, well, okay. So, so slight background, you know, I'm in my mid sixties now, but mm. I've always been doing this and I've just, it's just gotten more refined is I've created what I wanted by sitting down and getting real with myself and just saying, what am I doing? What do I want? And is what I'm doing working? Is it getting me where I want to go? It's that simple of a conversation. And then I go, okay, well, if I'm not getting what I want, how, how do I create that? What, what do I need to do next to create this thing? And usually it's with other people. You know, it's not just me creating something for me. It's not like me you know, baking a batch of cookies, sitting down and eating them all. It's me being so communicative. <laughs> although I can do that. Yes, I can. I think, fact, we, can, I think we can all do that. I can do that. I did that, <laughs> did that very recently. They're, they're gone now. But, you know, but instead it's more like, okay, well, who's on my team? Who who wants to play? You know, let's let's create this together. And as you know really well, Slade, because you were part of my team, I recently, recently, a couple of years ago, two and a half years ago, moved to Portugal. I purchased land. I visited a few times before then. I'd been looking for a place to move to, to settle down, to retire, and, and to create a, a retreat haven for people to come and just be. Just be. And, and that process... Of, of creating that required a team and a vision and being in communication and allowing the vision to be altered. I mean, it started out in Seattle, in the Seattle Pacific Northwest area for about two weeks, that was my thought. And then it occurred to me, it's like, no, wait, I wanna be where it's warm and sunny and I can swim in the ocean. That's mm -hmm. not Seattle, that's not the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> I'm out, where do I wanna go? So you know, rolling with it and, and not being fixed on the thing, but having the general idea, the concept, the, the general vision of the experience. Ah, that's it. Creating the experience. What's the experience I want to create for myself and others in the future? That's my question to myself all the time. Has been for like 40 years. And that's how I got here. I love that. I love that the question that you ask yourself is always about your intention and like restating your intention and just looking at what's like, I hear that is like, my intention is to create this and like looking at what I have around me. How does that match? Like, where can I find my pathway forward? Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's been challenging because I've been wanting to, you know, build uh, uh, buildings and put in infrastructure, you know, things like water, 
um, mm -hmm. to be piped to places. And, mm -hmm. you know, we haven't been able to move around from district to district. And then now we can't, so things are moving forward. And then, you know, the cost of materials tripled. And it's like, ugh, you know, that was a little daunting. And then it's like, well, people can't come uh, or they won't come. And if they do come, it's kind of limited. And should I do all this? Does it make sense to do this? Am I just fooling myself? You know, all the questions, all the doubts, all the, mm -hmm. in the, ground, the circumstances that are out of my control. But what's in my control is how do, what do I think about them? You know, what, how do I view them? How, how will I let those circumstances stop me? Or how can I just be with it? You know, if it's the art of being, I got to be with it. Mm -hmm. what, what's real? Or, you know, I'll, I'll end up just hurting myself. Just, mm. you know, the long and the short of it. Yeah, I really hear that. I love that you brought up, like, you just have to be with what you have on some level. Like there is a part of, as I know that, you know, there's like such a part of the creating that is like not fighting the actual reality. Like it's mm -hmm. so easy to be like, uh, like I'm going to change everything or I'm going to change this one <laughs> thing. But like, <laughs> like if you're fighting against what is, that's different than accepting your circumstances and assessing what you have. Um, yes. And one of those yields very different results than the other. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I, I'm here kind of by myself. I've got, you know, my dogs. That's mm -hmm. great. But, um, you know, they're, they're no better with a hammer than I am, is, is the truth. I have, I have no skills around that. Um, but giving up how it, exactly how it has to look and giving up that I can control things that I can't control. You know, I wanted my plumber to be here on some days and he said, yeah, that'd be nice, but I'm getting married then. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, not that important. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, so I won't be a jerk and I'll go and I'll wish you the best. And here, here's some cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I won't eat these all myself. <laughs> Yeah. So, it, 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 yeah. So, so I need to give it up. It's in, in, at the same time, I stay in the general, the, the overarching vision, the overarching vision of creating a place for people to come and be tranquil and be. You know, if you want to do yoga under the cork oak trees, you, you know, you can still do that with or without the plumbing. No mm -hmm. problem. I mean, there is water here. It's not like, but, you know, but it, I don't, the water isn't going exactly where I was hoping it was going, which would be to the shower houses. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So, so I have to give that up. But the vision is, is people can still come here and be. Mm -hmm. The land is still here. The 200 year old trees are still here. My cute puppies to snuggle with are still here. And I still make a very memorable margarita. You know, we can do this. Mm. It just might I, look a little different. I love that. I hear rolling with the punches because, you know, sometimes your plumber's got to get married. Plumbers get married. And, um, and I also hear so much gratitude for what you have and mm. like really being aware of what you have it's so easy to especially when something does go sideways and sideways like i love this example because you know it doesn't have to be everything's going wrong it's just like like you had a timeline for like the plumbing situation and it's not happening on that timeline it's happening on its own timeline <laughs> and <laughs> like they're clearly clearly no matter what timeline your mind was going to come up with like it wasn't going to change your plumber's wedding date <laughs> no and yeah. uh and i love that the like like what i'm hearing is coming from coming from creating from this intention really has given you the freedom to continue to create no matter what the circumstances are mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes and and 
what I hear from other people is that that they get like, and and I do too, but over time I figured out a little, you know, I I got some tricks of the trade. You know, they they get tripped up on that. It's like, oh, it needs to be blue and it needs to be this color of blue, not mm-hmm. that color of blue. And I don't know why these people can't get the blue right and or or you know whatever it is. I'm making it up. Mm-hmm. And instead of going, huh? What could I do with that blue? Mm. At the end of the day, who's going to know if, you know, my plumbing, I want to call it tubos, because in Portuguese, that's the word for, you know, the, the pipes, the tubos. Um, Wait, is that just tubes? Yeah, well, tubos, T-U-B-O-S, but the S uh-huh. is pronounced with a T, you know, tubos. Uh-huh. Those are the tubes, yeah, the pipes. Tubos. That's hilarious. I love that. I love that they're just like, nah, it's just, you know, it's the tubes. It's the tubos. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's kind of cute. It's kind of adorable. Cute. <laughs> Portuguese is yeah, adorable. Until you have, you know, 800 uh, euro worth of, of tubos, you know, sitting under your deck, you know, not being put in the ground. And, you know, and you, you know, I could, I could get all uh, revved up about that. You know, I could get pretty bunched up about that. Like, dude, why did we buy them? I didn't wait and maybe the price will come down because it can't get any higher. You know, that's a conversation I could have. Mm-hmm. So, so back to the blue, it's the same thing. Why isn't the blue the way I want it? Why aren't the two bush in the ground the way I, they, they're supposed to be, you know? And that is what stops people sometimes because there's really only two options, you know? When you've got a you've got an idea and you're busy creating and you're creating and you're creating and something happens or a bunch of series of somethings happen at some point you have two options you can either continue or stop you can't kind of do it you're either doing it or you're not so do I stop I could go return those tubos I know I know where they came from no. I make the decision every day. Okay, well, we'll create it differently. We'll create it in the different timeline. We'll, it won't be that blue. It'll, it'll be this blue. And then in the future, we'll repaint. And for now, I'm going to let blue happen because I got bigger things going on. Mm-hmm. I, got, I got a bigger vision. And yeah, and I, my, one of my dogs is actually throwing up right now. I think she has her own little vision. Oh, <laughs> So, you know, even my vision for this conversation is a little different because, yeah, well, she did it on the tile, not the carpet. Okay, good. Great. <laughs> she, she's wagging her tail. She's wagging her tail. Oh, so she's yeah. okay. All right. Yeah, I don't know. She's that for a long time. She had a lot of grass, I guess. So, you know, there you go. I wasn't planning on that happening during this conversation, but, you know, we'll roll with it. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we plan nothing in that actually happens. <laughs> My mother used to say, the road to hell, Christy, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. I never knew what she meant about that until, you know, I got old enough and like, well, I thought it was going to go like this. That was an intention. Nope, nope, nope. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, and this is more important, I think, than anything, is, is the stinking thinking that can go on through through all of it, in, through all of the creation process. So, like, you can come up with a great idea and a great vision, and you can even say where it came from and, you know, the seed of the idea. And, and, and now, I've, you know, I've watered it and nurtured it and grown it into a big thing. And, it's, and then in the back of my mind are these little niggling thoughts that are like, oh, prettier people do this oh if you people are going to come here and do yoga i should be like long and thin and willowy and bendy and mm-hmm. you know yoga-esque you know 100 percent of the things i am not you know i am short and chubby and old and and creaky i you know i am not flexible so i could have it in my mind that i need to be those things mm-hmm. or i can have it in my mind that People come because they want to be around me and they like me. I don't need to be or have another thing. I don't need to create a resort. I can create what I create 
and my people will come. But I could have a big conversation about how I'm not smart enough or rich enough or good enough to do something. Or I can let someone else's thoughts and ideas interfere with my thinking. And then it gets all, you know, stunk up. Is that a word? Stunk up? I think it's and a I, word. You know, it, It's close enough. But it's the stinking thinking. And that's those are the thoughts that can go around and around and around. Sort of like sort of like being stuck on, you know, in a centrifuge, being stuck on spin cycle you know, and and unproductive, stinking thoughts that hold us back and don't move us forward. You know, maybe it's the conversation, you know, I had with my, you know, my mother or my teacher or whatever in fourth grade that said that, uh, you know, I wasn't good enough somehow. And, and it holds me back. And getting rid of that having this, the, to me, it's a discipline. And I don't like the word discipline. I think it's kind of a silly concept. Oh, you just need to have more self-disciplining. You know, you could lose 20 pounds. You know, it's like, mm, no, that's not the conversation. But in this, the conversation is to me, it's about discipline, the discipline of stopping myself from having these crazy thoughts that hold me back from creating what I want in my life. I have a friend who has had this, this big idea that she wasn't going to be enough for, um, to have a life partner. And she was just really, in, in, really invested in all the reasons why she wasn't enough to have a life partner um, who would really love her and adore her. You know, she could get somebody, but like somebody who really loved her and adored her. And then finally, I said to her, it's like, well, you know, professionally, I'm a recruiter. I, I work for company for my company and I fill the positions. And if I need an engineer with this specific rare skill set, I could say to myself, oh, oh, I'll never find a hundred of these guys or these people. But instead I could say, I only need one. I just need one that's great. One that fits. Same with, same with finding a life partner. I just need one. I mean, maybe, maybe, you know, somebody else's vision is, is, you know, more polygamous or whatever, or, you know, more open than that. But for most people, you know, they just need the one. Mm -hmm. You know, people say, I want to create a business, but I don't know what to do. I had this idea and this idea and this idea. It's like, pick one, which one do you want to do? Which is, which seems the most likely for you to be fulfilling. Mm -hmm. You just need one, one at a time. So, you know, the ways we hold ourselves back is by telling ourselves we can't have what we want and then justifying it and having the discipline to stop that conversation, tell ourselves, oh, or ask ourselves, is this useful? Is this productive? Is this getting me what I want? No. Okay. What does? Let's have that conversation and then move forward because you talk to yourself constantly, right? Mm -hmm. All the time. Even while I'm talking right now, I'm talking to myself. I still, I still got a whole chatter going on back then. <laughs> oh yeah, I got my own. Everybody's got their own. Yeah. So having the again the discipline to to tell myself to just like really shut the fuck up and do what works. Yeah. Do what works. I love that. Yeah. What I hear is the creative process. Like, obviously we're talking about creating, but I feel like a lot of times when we think about a creative process, it's like the arts, like, oh my God, but I'm not writing a song or painting a painting or whatever. Those people have a creative process. But like anytime we're creating anything, it goes through that similar, like, like when I paint, there's always a point somewhere in the middle where everything is terrible. No one should ever look at this. It's the worst thing I've ever done. <laughs> I should just throw it out now. It's terrible. There's no saving it. <laughs> and uh, and I have learned through practice that that point is temporary, not true. <laughs> and uh, and I've learned my hacks for getting around it. What I do is I I send a picture of it to one of my other painter friends, and I and we make fun of it. <laughs> <laughs> 
And that's what helps. As long as somebody else is with me laughing at how terrible it is right now, it gives me like what I need to move through that space. Like all I need to do is get to the next step. All I need to do is put more paint on, like assess where I am with the composition, see what it needs next and like keep painting. Like the worst thing I could do at that point, if I, if I stopped painting, then yeah, that would be the worst painting I've ever done. Probably. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All I got to do is keep painting that painting. And eventually, you know, it looks a lot less terrible. <laughs> it even some, it even usually looks good. Uh, and it's just a matter of like learning your own process too. There's a lot of like learning what chatter goes on in your head. What are your favorites? Like, what are your mind's favorite things to freak out about? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I know for me, for me, that has been like very helpful. Uh, and it's helped me like really find like some of those, be able to predict the things that are going to drive my brain nuts. Like every time, every single time, I start to record a podcast episode, <laughs> my brain says the same <laughs> things. Or I start a client call, my brain says the same things. It's like, you know, you're not good enough. Who are you to do this? Like, you don't do like all of these things right. Like everyone's going to know you're a fraud, like blah, blah, blah. And at this point, I've done it enough times to hear the same things over and over and go, hang on, like you just say the same thing every time. Like, but I have all this evidence that it's gone fine all those times. Like I just breathe and, you know, sit with it and kind of like let it go and be with what I'm actually doing, what I'm actually creating in that moment with uh, like with you on this conversation or with a client and like, like it doesn't even last. It's like, you know, if you just let it go and don't give that those thoughts enough credence that they have time to like stick. I feel like that's mm -hmm. like part of the. I know for me, that's been part of the process of dealing with my own stinking thinking uh, mm. that I've found particularly useful because it is a creative process. Everything we do is creative. We're always creating something. Mm -hmm. Whether we think yeah, we are or not. And yeah, anything even, you know, slightly less mundane than, you know, emptying the dishwasher is is a creative process and you could even be creative in emptying the dishwasher you can put everything in a different place haha -ha. mm. <laughs> <laughs> so annoying but you want know, you want if you want to go go you know really be creative i'm putting the bowls where the plates go i'm i'm oh, mixing it up we're yeah. gonna alternate bowl plate bowl plate in this stack <laughs> it's oh, yeah, sculpture gonna, <laughs> so successful but you know, like, oh. like what I heard you say though was also about the fear factor. You know what, mm. what, what, what is it about fear that we're so in love with? Mm. So in love with. You know that 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 fear is is our little companion that really you know for many people drives. Oh, mm. I couldn't do that. What if it didn't work out? Okay. <laughs> all right chances are the world will still continue on its axis it's mm. gonna be okay yeah but i the love of fear to me is is almost inexplicable i mean there's a lot of things i don't do like i don't go upside down you know, I, I'm, I'm never going to jump out of a perfectly good airplane. Mm -hmm. And just because I think they're bad ideas, you know, it's not for me, but I'm not, I'm not super afraid. Yeah. But it's, again, that's a stinking thinking. You kick it to the curb. Mm. And, and maybe for someone, it's not a discipline for me. It has, to, you know, I, I have to frame it that way for me to believe it. Because otherwise, I believe what my stinking, thinking, crazy brain, you know, comes up with. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One of the things, one of the things about about creation to me, and and it depends on how big you're going. You know, like like I moved across, not just across the U.S., but across the U.S. and then across an ocean to a country where I don't speak the language. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but I, but I look like the people here, so they think I do. It's, it's clever that way. 
but like like for some people that's just way you know their tolerance for ambiguity um, would not allow that even if they were interested in such a thing whereas other people you know maybe they would just like sell absolutely everything i shipped half of my stuff here um because i wanted my stuff somebody else might just say hey i got a backpack i'm going to mozambique you know peace out mm-hmm. and you know you don't hear from them but every six months so me you know i'm in communication with people every day back mm-hmm. in the u.s as well as here in portugal but still you know i mean i'm out i'm out of sight but i'm not out of mind so for me you know it, it's not that ambiguous of a, of a move because i'm still in connection with my people like you and mm-hmm. and you know many dozens others but for some people the tolerance of of ambiguity of like i, I knew this 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 guy and he made these really cool bird houses and i had just learned about etsy it was kind of you know coming on 20 mm-hmm. years ago or whatever it was and so i told him about it. i said look you could you know this etsy thing it would be great for you you know because i love to have ideas for other people to do the work it's great and he's like <laughs> and he's like oh no i could never do that oh that's an internet thing oh i would know you know and, and and what if people made fun of them and you know it's like you've given these as gifts to like 400 people literally 400 people wow it's a lot of a lot of birdhouses and and they're really cute and, and and birds dig them because he actually researches them and creates birdhouses birds use and finally he i he said wait a minute because i'm you know showing him on the computer he's like is there a fair is there an event people come to buy stuff made out of you know reclaimed wood and leather and socks and stuff yeah yeah he's like I'll go to the fair. I'm not doing the internet, but I'm going to the fair. So he went mm-hmm. to the fair and he did that. And it was great. And he launched his that. little birdhouse business. Yeah. Oh. But, but he also knew what was going to work for him and was really clear. And then he did the most important thing. He got into action. Because mm. if you want to kick fear to the curb, getting into action in my experience is the best way to do it because if you sit around thinking about it you know you sit around marinating in your your ideas and your thoughts and your fears well you're probably gonna you know get more but if you get into action and start doing things and you start having some success or or learning things or, or moving forward somehow then then you can really kick those fears to the curb because you can say ha fear Look what I just did. I just did that. I just I just made a relationship, created a relationship with a Portuguese real estate agent. Hmm. And we're going to go look at Portuguese properties. Ha, I don't have anything to be afraid of now because this is real. Or I now know where I'm going to sell my birdhouses. I'm going to go to this fair and people are going to buy them. I love this. I love, like, I just want to really bring attention to, like, the the part that's really about going at your pace in your direction. That's like, if you are the back, like, t- me and my backpack are going to Mozambique, like, chow person, then, like, more power to you. Some people have that kind of risk tolerance. And some people are, like, um... Like some people quit their business or sorry, some people quit their job to start their business and some people start their business on the side while having like a full-time job that pays all of their bills. And both of those are completely legit ways to do the same thing, which is starting a business and Mm -hmm. like finding your path doesn't look like other people's paths. Like it really is like finding the way that feels fun. Like for me, I totally get like, I would love to be at a, there and like see other people and what they've made and like there's so much cool um like energy around of other people making cool stuff and like you get to interface with other human beings uh mm-hmm. which is very different than running an inter- an internet store where you're still in your own house <laughs> it's a very different kind of business and it provides different things if you want to be like at home 
making birdhouses all the time and not really talking to people, then <laughs> one of those is going to sound better than the other. Whereas if you want to talk to people and uh, not have to worry about a computer, then one of those is going to sound totally different. Um, and I love that. I also love how it's like we keep coming back in this conversation to the value of being with other people as you're creating and mm -hmm. having a team, having people around you, the connections that you're making, like... I feel like creating sounds like you're creating a thing, but really you're creating like a network and maybe also a thing. Yeah. And, and that's so legit. That's so great that you bring that up. It is. It's creating a network, creating a team that results in a big old network. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I think what, what happens where people also kind of get tripped up with the stinking thinking, you know, connected with that, kissing cousins to stinking thinking, Mm -hmm. is I got to do it alone. I got to do it myself. Yeah. And, and whatever conversation is around that, like other people don't follow through or they're going to steal my idea or they're going to want it to, you know, I want it blue and they're going to want it green, you know, or whatever it is. And, and engaging with others at a, doesn't mean they have to be, you know, on partner or or you know they could be your advisory board and advisory boards give advice or they could be mm -hmm. like my real estate agent that's one component of a multi-step process one etsy fair is one step of a multi-step process mm -hmm. it's it can be one step and it doesn't have to be forever that's the other thing mm -hmm. nothing you do or decide today has to be done forever. I mean, like maybe you're married or maybe you have a mortgage, okay? You know, those kinds of things. You know, maybe you've made some real promises that are really important. Okay, that's great. That's a different conversation. This is mm -hmm. creating a component of your life. Mm. It's 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 within your other promises, not separate from those things. Yes. I love that. I also think that the the permanence thing is some place that people get tripped up that I've seen anyway, is like, mm -hmm. you know, if I choose one of these business ideas over another, or one of these paths towards my goals over another, like I'm, I'm stuck with that forever. Uh, and there's so much to be said for like experimenting, you know, mm -hmm. like your friend with the birdhouses can go to one fair and you can be like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. And like go to every fair ever. Or you could just like go to one fair and be like, that was really cool. I met some really cool people. Maybe he has new friends. Maybe you met another birdhouse maker and like, or whatever. Like maybe you, maybe it's like, oh, well, this isn't as weird as I thought. I could make an online store. Like not like that's necessarily mm -hmm. the goal, but like it could go literally any direction. You could make, you know, connections with a bunch of other sellers and now they're reselling your birdhouses. It could go literally any direction. Exactly. So, so the idea of permanence that it has to be this way forever, mm -hmm. like it really doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. There is no really, forever. It, Not it, even it, our it, lives it, are permanent. Well, exactly. I mean, it only exists in our mind because we've created it as permanent. Mm -hmm. If you don't want it to be permanent, don't create it as permanent. Create it as this is what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. That's it. But again, the thing is, you got to get into action or nothing happens. And you just sit around stewing and, 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 you know, fermenting and, or marinating or whatever, whatever you want to look at it as, you know, in your own, in your own juices and not in your own thoughts and your own fears and your own vision, your own dreams without, without creating. Mm. And, and we're here to create. I mean, really, I've heard people say, Oh, how did you know you, it was the right thing for you to do? How do you know Portugal was the right place? How do you know creating a, a retreat center, a, you know, a cabins in the woods? How do you, how did you know that? Like, why well, didn't? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I still don't know. I've had some people come, you know, they've, they've stayed here anyway you know and i 
I've had people, I put them up in my house uh, or they stay in the cabin and, you know, they, they, they know that they got to trot a little bit to get to the loo and they're cool with that. So, you know, th that's the only evidence I've got that it, that it's, that it's a good idea is that even though it's not done, it's not ready, it's not a hundred percent when I thought it would be like, you know, a year and a half ago. Um, but people still come and go, oh, this is a great experience. I had the best time. That's all I've got. That's all I got. You know, how, how, how do you know? You don't. You do it anyway. It sounds to me like a big part of what's been really helpful for you in like, what am I going to call maintaining the vision? um yeah. long term has been because it is a process you're build like like i know mm -hmm. that you bought this place with like one farmhouse in it and you're building the buildings like you're building all of the infrastructure um and that takes time and it's you know still covid so <laughs> as like what i hear is <laughs> what i hear is that you're fulfilling the intention Every, like as often as possible and telling yourself that you're fulfilling the intention, not like the way that you tell yourself things and like, uh, like where it feels like you're lying to you, but like where you're telling, you're mm -hmm. showing yourself, like, look, look, don't forget about all of these people who have already come, who have already enjoyed it, how we found a way to make it amazing. And I've given them the experience that I'm committed to giving my guests, which is the point that the intention mm -hmm. is like, it's not about the land or, you know, like Pirates of the Caribbean when Jack Sparrow's like, you know, what a ship is, I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, a ship isn't uh, like planks and sails and a wheel. A ship is freedom. And he's yes. there for the freedom. He's there for like, bring me that horizon. And for him, he's obsessed with the Black Pearl because it's a movie, but like <laughs> you can get that freedom with any ship that is sufficiently going to meet your needs like for you the land is the right land for you to do this on because it's the land you're on and it mm -hmm. meets your needs and like it's meeting your needs now already because you're able to bring people to that space and give them the experience that you want to be able to offer for the mermaid retreat even though like you know the two bush are still under the deck the <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it is like, it's giving yourself the little wins along the way, if you want to phrase it that way, so that you can see your success as you're having it and be able to see that you're on a successful path as opposed to like, like if you wait till you're at the very end, I mean, for one thing, there is no end, but like, if you wait till you fully realize the vision to be able to say, I did it, like, you're going to be miserable. <laughs> you may never get there because you're miserable. That's not a fun oh, path. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't, and like, I don't think we as humans like to stick to fun, to paths that are not fun. Like, in some way, whatever fun means, like fulfilling, satisfying, feels like it's going somewhere. Like, the, the more that we, like, show ourselves the creation that we're creating as we go there. Like, this is the same with me and my painting and giving it to my friend for us to laugh at is like, it helps me get back to the space of like, okay, I'm not creating trash. <laughs> I'm creating this yeah. actual painting. And this is just the weird spot along the way. Yes, exactly. And and to, you started out talking about keeping the vision, keeping your eye on the prize. And the Jack Sparrow mm -hmm. example of, of him keeping his eye on the horizon, looking for the his black pearl for the ship that he used to be captain of that got you know mm -hmm. stolen from him. But and th and that's keeping your eye on the prize. And it doesn't matter what the prize is. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter if the prize is figuring out how to make a bunch of birdhouses from scraps of lumber, or or you know th that birds will actually use, or if it's you know, buying 30 acres of cork oak trees within vision of the ocean and and trying to figure out how to build cabins and, and hook up plumbing and electrical and build an outdoor kitchen 
in, in a place where you don't know anybody who does building and you don't speak the language that well. You know, so it, it doesn't matter what it is. Exactly. It's keeping the eye on the prize and incrementally being in action. So again, incrementally, you have success on the way. Because if you, mm -hmm. to your, exactly to your point, if I waited till this place was done, I can tell you right now, it will never be done. Mm -hmm. I've owned enough homes to know that none of my houses, regardless of how much renovation I did and how many new roofs and furnaces and paint and whatever, decor, my houses were never done. They were done enough for now, but then the next thing I'm going to do is this. Mm -hmm. There's no such thing as done. Give it up. <laughs> ah, I love that man I feel like coming back to like this is this is also where other people are so fucking helpful um, and why you really can't do it alone because for one thing other people will get you out of your head when you're insane <laughs> like, yeah. like it is basic like we can talk all we want about the discipline and everything there are times when you will fall down that hole there are times when like you have like whether it's a new line of thought you've just uh discovered because it's kind of taken over your brain um and you haven't learned to like work your way around those unhelpful beliefs yet or you know or you just need somebody to rant to about how, how i understand my plumber's getting buried and that's great but like fuck um yeah. you know whatever it is like we need other people we're not yeah. meant to be alone we're not meant to take this path alone we're not meant to be alone as human or pack creatures like we're tribal people like that is just how human beings are built and mm -hmm. doing it alone just leads to more misery like it, that really is how you end up with you know like the project that's never done in my opinion is like mm -hmm. trying to do it alone is one of the greatest guarantees because you don't have anybody else to help pull you forward and sometimes you need other people to help you pull you forward mm-hmm yes well and, and and that's great that's 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 super that's great so it's like pull you forward with other people one of the things that that trips folks up and and i learned this from um mike dooley mike dooley's a is kind of a guru around um uh creating um uh, what's it called the movie, the, uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh, the I have, yes, thank you. Thank I just you picked up that brainwave. <laughs> thank you for channeling that. That was a long distance channel. Yeah, the <laughs> secret, he was in the secret, right. About, you know, creating things and whatnot. Mike Dooley, he's great. But he talks about the cursed house. How, mm -hmm. like, how am I going to do this? And how's that going to happen? And well, you know, you know, all the house and, they are cursed because who cares about how? I said, how am I going to, if I had said, how am I going to get my house emptied, all my stuff into storage, and then sorted and boxed up to either sell, donate, give, or ship to Portugal all by myself? I, I'd still be sitting in Seattle, like, you know, twiddling my thumbs. Mm -hmm. But instead, I said in my out loud voice to people, you were one of them, mm -hmm. specifically, hey, I'm going to be doing this project going through stuff. Who wants to go through stuff with me? I'll even pay you. And then people showed up. But mm -hmm. if I said, oh, how am I ever going to do this? Oh, I got this huge storage unit. Actually, it was two huge storage units, to be quite honest. Um, how's that ever going to happen? There's no way on God's green earth I would have done it. I would have I was overwhelmed with the thought. Instead, mm -hmm. I said, who? Who wants to help? Because I had all these people who wanted to help. Who? Who's available? Anybody want to come do this? Let's do this. And then that's how it got done. But if I'd sat around with the house, with any of this stuff, oh, how am I ever going to find land? Oh, woe's me. Instead, I walked around all the real estate offices in the in the town that I liked because I mm. did all my research first and and looked in the windows at night when they weren't there and found the one I thought was most professional and showed up the next day and hey you know somebody would talk to me and we had a great conversation I decided they were my real estate agent and they decided I was their customer 
because that was our conversations. Like, so, okay, I want you to be my real estate agent. Will you be my real estate agent? He says, sure. I said, do you want me as a customer? He said, I do. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. So we got really clear about it. And we said, you know, we, we just asked, are you willing? Are you, are you in? And didn't sit around and think about the house because how is not your friend? Who is your friend? What is your friend? What are we doing? And, and when? Okay, when are we going to do that? When are we going to go look at property? Great. When are the tubos going to get put in the ground? Oh, after your wedding? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not, not how will we ever get you know the plumbing done. It's like, when are we doing that? Okay, great. What do we need to do to make that happen? Okay. Who's going to do what? What do you want me to do? Never said how. No how. How's not your friend? It's it's the number one thing to, to stop people. Like, well, I don't even know where to start. How can I start? Like, well, what do you want to do first? What do you want to do? Make a list. Mm-hmm. Make, make a list of all the things you think would be useful to do. And then cherry pick which ones you think come first and do those. But the number one thing is to be in communication because all that what and, and who and when involves other people, you know, back to your point, Slade, you got to have people work, you know, you got to have community and it doesn't need to be big. It doesn't need to be 60 people. You know, it can be six. It's fine. Depends on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, I really want to like underline how using the Tubosh again as an example, like the difference between the how is like how is it that the plumbing ever going to happen is totally different than oh you're getting married on that date. Okay, well when's the like what's the plumbing date? Like when are you going to be by? And that's a totally and then you just have the answer. Like you are living in a space that's just. Well, I wanted it to be done on this date and instead it's happening on that date. But I still have the same plumber. I still have like, and even if you had to find a new plumber because of, you know, whatever, like, well, who do you know? Like, who could you recommend if you can't do it? Like, mm-hmm. and all of those yeah. are conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100% conversation, which is an action. A conversation mm-hmm. is an action. It isn't running around, you know, me digging ditches. That's a bad idea. It's a bad idea for a lot of reasons. One, it's 98 meters from the top where the where the water source is to the bottom where the septic tank is. Um, two, I'm no good with tools. And three, I would just be sitting crying in a puddle. So, you know, that's no fun. Back to the fun. <laughs> That's no fun at all. Even the dogs don't want to dig that much of a, no. of a hole. No, no. I have a bedango. He loves to dig, mostly under fences. But other, but that's, you know, he's not going to do what I want. So, you know, here we go. But again, you know, it's keeping, keeping um, uh, the eye on the prize. Mm-hmm. Believing, well, which all starts with, I never even said this before. It's believing in, in what you're doing. You know, I believe in what I'm doing. Do I know I'm right? No. Do I care if I know I'm right? No. Is there a right? No. It doesn't matter. How have you managed that to like create the beliefs that really support you and maintain them over time? Well, well, one of the things is there isn't anything else I want to do. <laughs> see, see, I, 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 have, I have the blessing of, of uh, you know, single-minded myopic vision. There's only one thing I want to do. I love you. <laughs> That's the best answer. I just, you know, what am I going to do? Knit? Like, I don't want to knit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a jack all I, I give a rusty rest about doing is really the truth. And and I know that. But here's how I know that. That's a Okay, so that's a great question. I mean, it was a great question anyway, but it's like, really, it's a great question. <laughs> like, you know, I know myself. I know what, what you know, bolsters me. You know, I know mm-hmm. where I am 
at my best, where I I feel the strongest and most you know powerful in my life. And I also know what you know what I suck at, and and you know tools like hammers and things. I mean, no good, terrible, awful. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to think I could. One time I tried to hang a curtain rod. Oh my god, it's just a curtain <laughs> rod. It's just from Home Depot. It's just a stinking, you know, it's cute. It just, it's two screws and two screws and, you know, like, I, my father was a physicist. I know how this works. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, you should have seen the whole, what a freaking mess. So finally, I, you know, I needed something else real done, you know, that really required skill. And and so my friend comes over with all the skills and I got my checkbook out anyway. And, and I said, so before you go, there's this one thing I messed up. Would you mind fixing it? So Chris goes in the library of my, my house and he goes in and he goes, I didn't even tell him what it was. He walks in, he looks straight ahead at the window and he goes, you did that? You, you really did that? I thought I could. He's like, are you over it? Do you promise to never, <laughs> ever do that again? He's like, I don't care. I'll tell my wife I'm going to go hang curtains at Christie's house so she doesn't puncture holes in it and let the rain in. They're so freaking moving. So, so, like, I know where I suck. I also know what sucks the energy out of me. I know what depletes me. I know what pisses me off. I know where I get really angry. And I used to get angry with myself because I sucked at using tools and, and doing things like that. And then, but I had all these ideas, you know? Anyway, um, but now I don't, you know? Now now I, I can let go of that and accept it. So I don't have to get all pissy about that. So I don't have to waste a bunch of energy on the things that I'm not. Yeah, because those are the things that trip me up. So I know that. You know, I know what trips me up. I know where I screw myself over. I know when I, you know, what are those things that I have conversations about? You know, am I really good with keeping books? No. Am I really good at bringing home receipts and handing them to someone who will keep books? Yes. Mm. I am really good at that. But that is all I'm really good at. I am am not a great accountant. Mm but I, I'm also really great at sticking with a budget. So if somebody else will help me with that, if I can have a partner in that, home run, it's all good. So knowing myself, knowing my strengths, knowing where I am not strong, and then partnering with someone to support me in those things, because it's still important. Mm-hmm. You know, I, st- I still need to know where, you know, the money's coming and going. Mm-hmm. Without that, you, you know, it's not a business. You know, if you're living, if you're doing a business out of your personal checking account, that's that's doomed. I know that much about business. So yeah, I partner with people, and then I get to do the things I'm good at. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. this. There's so much that like. There's so much value to shoring up your weaknesses, but there truly is like, I'm going to say even more value probably to leaning into your strengths, like, and knowing which weaknesses are worth shoring up. Like, if you really, like, if I really need a website done and like, I'm actually good at websites, that's a strength I have. But if I have a website that I know it needs to be done and like, I can't afford to pay someone then like maybe I do need to learn a little bit about websites. But like if I have a website done and I don't know jack about that and it really needs to get done fast and like I can afford to have someone do it, then maybe it's not worth it. Maybe like the learning curve is like this is not the moment for it. I can learn later. Or maybe I never have to. I can just keep having that partner who maintains the website so that I can go do something else that's the website is for. Mm-hmm. It really is like it's all about balancing your priorities and like seeing what's worth it. And you may mm-hmm. like never need to learn something <laughs> in your entire <laughs> life. I will never be a physicist. 
it's a it's a curse because I understand a whole lot of things and how they're done. You mm -hmm. know, cars. You know, I've, I until lately here, um, but in the U.S., I always had a classic car. You know, mm -hmm. I, I I always, and I've rebuilt carburetors. I rebuilt you know turbos, turbocharger mm -hmm. for my you know 1963 Corvair Spider convertible. You know, we did, and, but I didn't know how. So with my car club. I said, ooh, let's have a clinic. We can rebuild carburetors in, on, in my backyard. And, um, and you know, we can check out the turbos and see how they're going and stuff. So I didn't have to pay anybody to rebuild my carburetor or to teach me. I just said, let's have a clinic. Mm. And, then I, and then I baked everybody's cookies or made them lunch or something. Because I do cook, right? Like, I really, really seriously do cook. Like, you know, in France, I did things and stuff. So, you know. I, I, I bribe people with food way more than with money, you know, or, or I write. And a lot of people say, oh, I couldn't possibly write a resume. Well, I recruited for 34 years in the high tech industry. I kind of know a little bit about that. Oh, oh, well, you know, you can, you can help me with my electrical because I got this thing. Great. I'll write your resume. Sit down. Talk to me. Answer these questions. Okay, great. Go fix the electrical and I'll have a resume for you. Mm. Okay. I love this trading our strengths for our strengths. Yeah. Amazing. Like even in the carburetor rebuilding clinic, it's like there's you creating an experience for people and hosting the thing that you do amazingly and obviously creating a whole retreat center about and like and feeding people something you're also amazing at uh, inside of that. And like all it took was having was just having the idea of like, hey, like what if you guys came over and I fed you? And we all learn to do this thing that I think is really neat and would love to learn about. And then everybody's having fun together doing it, like, and learning new strengths and lean, and you get to use yours. Like, it's amazing. Yep. yep. And it creates community, which requires being in communication. That's it. I love that. All right. It's not As... more complex than that. That's it. That's my big message. It is not more complex than being in communication, taking action and building community. Et voila. I love yep. that. That's well. Mm -hmm. Yes. I would love to ask you one last question, uh, which is, what does the art of being mean to you? Mm. Okay. I got this. To me, the art of being is being present. I'm present in my body. I'm present with myself, my thoughts, my feelings, emotions, whatever's going on. And I'm present with those I am with. And I can be for them. I don't have to have a, I don't have to be a certain way. I am present and with them. And, and my brain is clear. I've shut it all down. I don't have a big conversation going on. My mind is quiet and I am present. That is the art of being. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christy, thank you for this conversation. It's a true joy to have you on the podcast. And thank you so much for your knowledge and everything that you brought today. Thank you. This is so fun. Yay. I'll do Yay. it again. Thanks oh, I would have you again. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Today's episode includes an invitation to enter the Art of Being giveaway. Celebrating the launch of the podcast with free stuff. The prizes are all cool metaphysical tools that will help you launch yourself further into co-creation with the universe, including a free one-on-one -on -one session with me, Slade, a full set of chakra-aligned crystals powered up with Reiki universal healing energy, and a gorgeous astrological 2022 planner from the extremely aligned folks over at Magic of Eye. 
to enter, click the subscribe button, rate and review, share about the podcast on Instagram, and tag at slade.powell. And most importantly, go to sladepowell.com and join the mailing list. You'll get up-to-date details on the podcast and everything else that I do. There is no limit to the number of entries you can put in. Each action is one entry into the giveaway. Subscribe, rate and review, share on Instagram, join the mailing list. The three winners will be chosen at random on 2-22-22. May the odds be ever in your favor. See you next week, darling.